A strong weekend for the Islanders. They get two players back healthy and extend their winning streak to three games. We have our key takeaways, the new line combinations, and a whole lot more to talk about on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Sark tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Monday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Hope everybody had a great weekend. I know the New York Islanders did a win on Friday against the Winnipeg Jets, a win on Sunday against the Anaheim Ducks. Can't ask for too much more than that from your New York Islanders, and we'll break it all down for you, including some of the line changes, what has been working for the Islanders, and why they're on this three-game win streak. Want to thank everybody for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. And today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. We have got a lot to discuss on today's show, but if you've got something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, a topic you'd like us to discuss on the show, feel free to send us an email. The email address lockedonislanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles. And you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, NYRVSNYI. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. And I am live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game. So I'll give you some instant insight and analysis, and uh, I will happily uh, talk to anyone, interact with anyone on Twitter during the game or really any time, so make sure you uh, follow me there, and uh, always great to hear from fans and listeners. So, big weekend for the Islanders, and it all started Friday when Matthew Barzal and Zdeno Chara returned to the lineup, and... You know, what What better way to start the weekend than that? And the beautiful thing is, especially in the case of Matthew Barzal, he didn't look like he was affected at all by missing the, what was it, five, six games that he missed, where, you know, his skating was unaffected, he was quick, he was able to turn well. It just didn't look like Barzi was having any difficulties moving uh, and, and staying away from people and, and just getting to, uh, you know, change directions, all of the things that he needs to do to be Matthew Barzal, to do those, uh, 
things that, you know, few other players in the league and certainly no other players on the Islanders can do the way Matthew Barzal does, he was doing them. The other thing that I loved about both of this weekend's games was the goaltending. Because what we saw was solid goaltending from both Ilya Sorokin and Simeon Varlamov. Varlamov getting the uh, job done on Friday, Sorokin getting the job done last night, and, you know, again, in both games, was the goaltending perfect? No. Were there some moments where you were just like, oh, no, not again? Yeah. But overall... Strong goaltending, big saves when you needed them, and that is the key. And then the other thing was this, and this was true both on Friday and on Sunday. The Islanders are kind of finding themselves, and that's huge because they are starting to put together, you know, this is three straight wins, but... Importantly enough, they are starting to put together a streak where they are playing their style of hockey. And that's not something we've seen from this team with any kind of regularity. You know, they play one good game, two good games, uh, maybe not even win both of those games and then fall back into the oh my gosh, where is this team that we saw play so well the last two years, especially in the playoffs? We don't see that team. And what are these guys doing? So overall, uh, you know, the team seems to be finding themselves. And that is such a good sign. And realistically, what does it mean? Well, Again, both Friday and Sunday, the Islanders limiting the quality scoring chances of their opponent. And, you know, especially on Sunday against the Ducks, Anaheim had 42 shots on goal. And you sit there and you're like, gosh, 42 shots on goal. You know, terrible. But again, only a small percentage of those 42 shots maybe nine or ten of them, were high-quality chances. And the rest of them were from behind the face-off circles, back to the point. And when needed, Ilya Sorokin came up big. So, you know, the Islanders' system is not predicated on holding teams to 18 shots on goal in a game. It's limiting the number of really good scoring chances, and that is something they did both on Friday against Winnipeg and on Sunday against Anaheim. And it was great to see that kind of improved team defense out there. And look, you know, you also have the team getting healthy again. And Sunday... No Sebastian Ajo. He sits. Andy Green, Zdeno Chara, both out there. I think that is better for the team over the course of this season. Uh, A, because you want to win. And B, if you're going to trade either Zdeno Chara or Andy Green, you showcase them. You show what they can do. These guys are on expiring contracts. And therefore, it's better to have them in the lineup with the trade deadline exactly one week away 
than it is to say, oh yeah, these guys are seventh defensemen and they're not really in the lineup. You know, you, you don't want anything like that happening. And then, you know, Matt Martin sitting out the Sunday game as a healthy scratch and Ross Johnston comes in and, you know, Ross Johnston, not a dominant player, but he did what he was supposed to do, did not play poorly. And overall, you got to be pleased with what we saw from this team top to bottom. Now, when we come back, we will talk about some of the line changes that uh, Barry Trotz made and why they worked, because they actually work very well. So we'll talk about that. We'll have some more key takeaways as to why the Islanders are being successful now. And, uh, you know, trade deadline's still a week away. So we'll talk a little bit about that as well. All that and more still to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Our next partner has a product I use literally every day. You know, I started taking Athletic Greens because, you know, I don't like taking a lot of pills and vitamins and and I wanted a supplement that actually tasted great and I wanted to hear what all the hype was about because I heard so many good things about Athletic Greens. Well, what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adoptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. I mean, that covers pretty much all of the bases. And look, it's lifestyle-friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything, while still tasting good. And it supports better sleep quality, recovery, mental clarity, alertness. It's the one, it's the one thing with the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold system uh, season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day, and that's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. On Monday, March 21st at 3.30 Eastern Time, tune in to Locked On Fantasy Hockey's live deadline reaction show to get all the on-ice fantasy and betting analysis you need from hosts Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone with appearances from our roster of local team experts. Plus, catch our own live show at 3 o'clock for our immediate reaction to the Islanders' move. So make sure you join us for that. So... Barry Trotz changing up his lines uh, for the Sunday game. And as we mentioned, uh, Matt Martin sitting, uh, Ross Johnston inserted. So the fourth line, Sezekis, Johnston, and Clutterbuck. 
The top line, Nelson, Lee, and Bavillier, followed by Pajot, Bailey, and Palmieri, which worked extremely well. Barzal, Parise, and Wallstrom, which also worked very well. That was, those are the four lines. And then you had Chara, Dobson, Pellick, Pulak, Green, and Mayfield on the blue line. And look, one of the other reasons that the Islanders are getting the job done, certain players who have struggled all year are suddenly finding their groove. You know, Anders Lee got another goal. He remains red hot after getting the hat trick last week, last Thursday. Josh Bailey added two assists on Sunday. Bales has been scoring and setting people up. All of a sudden, Josh Bailey looks like the Josh Bailey that we saw in the playoffs the last two years when he was one of the Islanders' more consistent players and and really had great vision and was setting people up. Matthew Barzal. Unquestionably, with Parise and Wallstrom, there was some chemistry there. And that was good to see, even if it meant less ice time for Barzi than maybe he is accustomed to. Uh, J.G. Pajot had another assist, as did Anne Villiers. Villiers, who had been seemingly invisible for large stretches and coming up big, started to produce. Zach Perse, who was off to such a slow start, coming up big and starting to produce. Kyle Palmieri, who had only one goal in the first 29 games this season, coming up, and Palmieri now has eight goals since then. And all of a sudden, you know, this team seems to be finding out what it's really capable of doing. And look, I'm not going to make excuses. This team has been dis throughout the season. But finally, uh, this consistency brings us to a big question. Deadline a week away. What if you are Lou Lamorello? I still don't think that you want to completely break this team up. The guys you were with, I mind are the guys who are on expiring. So maybe Zach Parise, head up. Maybe, you know, your Andy Green and your Zidane Chara head out and you see what you can get for them. Maybe you trade, uh, you know, even a guy like Cal Clutterbuck, who you would hate to lose, but who really has been uh, you know, who has an expiring contract and maybe you can get something for him. The two guys who it would not shock me but would mildly surprise me if they don't keep, uh, or rather if they trade, Simeon Varlamov for one and then Scotty Mayfield as the other. Now Mayfield, to me, I want to hold on to him if at all possible, but, you know, he only has a salary of about $1.5 million a year. Uh, to me, with Varlamov and with Mayfield, if I'm Lou Lamorello, I sit back, I say, these guys, we're not looking to deal them. But if you make me an offer that I can't refuse, if you make me an offer like, okay, we'll give you our first round pick and a 
solid top four or you know second pair, let's say defensemen, who can plug be plugged into your lineup right now and who you can keep in your lineup for the next couple of years. Uh, I, I mean, it's almost like Lou Lamorello would have to say yes to something like that. With Varlamov, again, you don't want to lose him, but hey, you know, if they make you an offer that's too good to pass up and you get the cap space and you still have Sorokin and you maybe get a, a serviceable backup goalie in, in return, maybe you do a deal like that. But you don't need to blow this team up because all of a sudden, your Baileys and your Bavilliers and your Nelsons and your Parises and your Palmaries, all of a sudden these guys are finding themselves and playing the way we hoped that they would play when the season started. And it has been great to see what this team is still capable of and that they need to continue to do that. Now, again, you have... Uh, a grand total of, you know, a few games left right now before the trade deadline. You got Tuesday in Washington, Thursday at Madison Square Garden against the Rangers, Saturday against the Dallas Stars back at the UBS Arena, and Sunday, the short road trip to Philadelphia. You got four games between now and the trade deadline. Even with this winning streak, the Islanders are not making the playoffs. They are still seven points behind Columbus for fifth place in the division. Yeah, okay, four games in hand. You got to win three and overtime or shootout loss the other to make up. And that's just for fifth place with Columbus. You still got to catch Boston or Washington and it is just not going to happen this year. But maybe these next four games, if you continue to play well, tells Lou Lamorello, and I think Lou has already been leaning this way, according to the quotes we've seen, you don't need to blow this team up. You just need to tweak it a little bit. We'll deal the players who are on expiring contracts if we get a good return for them. And then we tweak and we come back even better next year with the with the core of this team looking like it's more than capable. By the way, with this win, the Islanders now at NHL 524, 24 and 8, 56 points through 56 games. When we come back, we've got our Islanders' birthday of the day and some interesting thoughts uh, about where we go from here. And for our Islanders' birthday of the day, by the way, uh, a player who, uh, yeah, you know, a forward who was briefly an Islander, but made some pretty interesting contributions while he was here. We'll talk about that and more coming up on this episode of the Lockers Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Bet Online. It's that time of year again as college basketball's tournament is finally upon us. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source. For all your sports betting needs and info, BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to, to learn more about the trends and action 
Bet online where the game starts. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Have you tried the Puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat. And like all Built Bars, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite. Listen to these incredible flavors. Yummy, cinnamony, churro, coconut marshmallow. I love the banana cream pie. They're all so good. They are going to be your new favorite. And look, most Built Bars contain just 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, but pack 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. At Built Bar, they're all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every time. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Time now for our Islanders birthday of the day. And uh, we want to wish a very happy uh, 52nd birthday. We're a day early on this, but a happy 52nd birthday to former Islanders winger, Paul Cruz. Cruz uh, drafted by the Calgary Flames in the fourth round of the 1990 uh, NHL entry draft by 1991-92. He got a call up and played 16 games for the Flames and remained with Calgary through the 96-97 season when he was acquired by the Islanders in a midseason trade. Spent 96-97 and 97-98 with the Islanders most of those two seasons then got traded up to Buffalo, later played briefly for San Jose before finishing his NH, uh, his hockey career, his pro hockey career, over in Europe, in England, and in Austria. Uh, he played in 423 NHL games, 38 goals, 71 points, 1,074 penalty minutes, add 28 playoff games, although none with the Islanders, five goals, seven points there. Crew six feet tall, 202 pounds, more of a defensive kind of a forward, never really scored a lot of goals at the NHL level, but always got back, was physical, often went over uh, 100 penalty minutes during his career, including 111 in 48 games with the Isles in 96-97 and 138 in 62 games with the Islanders in 97-98. We're going to remember one of his better games with the Isles. We take you back to February 2nd, 1998 at the old Igloo in Pittsburgh. Islanders and Penguins facing off Tommy Salo, the Islanders netminder against Tom Barrasso in between the pipes for the Pens. And in the first period, Pittsburgh getting the only goal of the opening stanza. Dan Plant off for holding the stick, and Yaramir Yager cashes in on the power play. His 23rd from Ron Francis and Stu Barnes, and it's 1-0 Pittsburgh after one. But our Islanders' birthday of the day, Paul Cruz, ties it at one. His fifth, <coughs> his fifth from Robert Reichel and Brian Smolinski at 7.52 with the second, and it's a 1-1 game. Then the Islanders' power play gets into gear. Ex-Islander Darius Kasparitis off for holding, 
And Ziggy Palfi cashes in his 28th. Rob Reichel and Brian Berard with the assist at 12.06. 2-1. Islanders. A minute and a half later. Exactly. Our Islanders' birthday of the day. Paul Cruz gets his second goal of the game. It's unassisted. His sixth of the year. 13.36 the time of the goal. 3-1 Islanders. But nothing is that easy. Islanders fans know that. Travis Green off for holding. Stu Barnes of Pittsburgh scores his 21st. Yager and Ron Francis with the assist. At the end of 40 minutes of hockey, the Islanders clinging to a 3-2 lead. In the third, though, the Islanders clinch it. Brian Smolinski, his 10th. Brian Berard and Dan Plant with the assist at 8-17. Islanders skate away with a 4-2 win, 28 saves for Tommy Salo. But for Paul Cruz, our Islanders' birthday of the day, Two goals. He was a plus three. He had four penalty minutes, scored on both of his shots on goals, and he had the game winner. Paul Cruz is our Islanders' birthday of the day. We wish him a very happy 52nd birthday. It'll actually happen tomorrow on uh, Tuesday, but we wish him all the best. All right, Islanders, interesting point in the season now. To me, even though the playoffs are almost impossible, and they're not going to happen. You play the best hockey you can, and you build a, a, a winning culture. You recover the confidence and the, uh, the, the feeling that was in this locker room the last three seasons, and especially the last two seasons. And you know what? You may not make the playoffs, but get as close as you can and build for the future. That's got to be the mantra for the Islanders uh, for the rest of the season. We will be back tomorrow to uh, preview the Islanders' upcoming game uh, on Tuesday. So definitely make sure you uh, join us for that. We'll have that game is in Washington. So always great when you have a division rivalry and the Capitals are a team the Islanders are chasing. So be great to get two points in that one and extend the winning streak. Thanks for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Host Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone help you become the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. That does it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.